This is Meet the Movie Press. It's February the 22nd, 2019 on the show today. Oscar predictions, Hemsworth hulks out, marvellous reactions, the latest releases, box office and more. Stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now. Here's Popcorn Talks, Meet the Movie Press. This is Meet the Movie Press. My name is Simon Thompson. You can find me at Showbiz Simon on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook. This is Simon Thompson. There is a lot to get through this week on the panel this week. Uh, we have Dimitri and Scott. Dimitri, who are you? Where can we find you, please? Hey, everybody. You can find me here on Popcorn Talks, uh, Meet the Movie Press and Anatomy of a Movie. Scott Menzel. Hello, how are you, everyone? Sorry, my voice sounds like crap. Um, allergies. Uh, the other Scott M. Twitter and Instagram, weliveentertainment.com. I've never heard crap talk. you never heard crap <clears throat> talk? No. No. There you go. Not uh, Mr. Hanky Poo? Yeah. Okay, uh, let's move on. We have so many things this week. If you want to follow the show, uh, you can chat in the chat on We Are Live on the YouTube. Uh, you are more than welcome to be part of that. We will read out your comments if we can, if we have time. Let's kick off with the Oscar... <laughs> Predictions. Okay, right. guys, Oscar predictions. Let's get the forms out. Uh, we could be here all day, but let's try not to be. Okay, let's start with original screenplay. The candidates are Vice, Roma, Green Book, First Reformed, and The Favourite. I am going for The Favourite. Guys, your choices. Toughy, toughy, toughy. What do you, what do you uh, got, Dimitri? Uh, for original screenplay? Yeah, I, uh, too, I, I, too, thinking The Favourite. Favourite? Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go <clears throat> Green Book. Interesting. That was my first choice. And then I thought, actually, I think they're going to give it to the favourite. But we'll see. Uh, documentary feature. We have a choice of Free Solo, Hale County this morning, this evening, Minding the Gap of Fathers and Sons and RBG. My prediction is they're going to give it to RBG. Guys, what do you think? I, You know, my heart says RBG, but I think they're actually going to go Free Solo. But my heart says, I mean, I loved RBG. Yeah. Both um, great docs. And they really are. To be honest but, with you, it's a, it's a really strong year this year. Incredibly yes, strong. Yeah. But I think from the visceral experience of it all and how it brought you uh, Free Solo, I believe. I I would agree. I think Free Solo is going to take it. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I, I expect I'll be proved wrong. And there are a number of documentaries that were really strong this year. Oh, yeah. That just two of them did, are they missing. just didn't make it to and the two final of the best ones and, are missing. And an audience, too. Please forgive me, too, but it also... The political climate that oh, we're in yeah, could yeah, have some yeah. influence on the Academy voters. Yes, yep. Don't say that that doesn't affect Academy mm, voters because it, it can. So, but it would be an interesting one to watch. To be really, good. it was a great documentary. Yeah. Whichever side of the aisle you're on, and there are a lot True. of Republicans involved in it yeah. who actually really liked RBG. Absolutely. So Absolutely. even though she was a Democrat, it's kind of like a lot of people on both sides of the aisle really had a lot, really have a lot of time for her. Uh, okay, Ooh, original song. Uh, all <laughs> the stars: Black Panther, I'll Fight, RBG, The Place Where Lost Things Go, Mary Poppins Returns, Shallow, A Star Is Born, and When a Cowboy Trades. Spurs for Wings, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Shallow! Shallow. It's going to be the only thing that I think A Star is Born wins. Shallow. I I think Shallow is, is, is a dead set. I feel really sorry for Diane Warren. Every single year, a nomination. <laughs> every single year, she's been passed over for the longest time. I, 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 I genuinely really feel for her because she always turns in a great song, yeah. whatever it is, whatever the movie, and it, it sucks. Uh, okay, so let's go to uh, best. Oh, we'll come to best picture in a bit. Let's go cinematography. Cold War, the Wait, favorite. Are we in a commercial? No. Break? Oh. We, okay, we don't have a lot of time, so we need to rush through this. Cold War, the favorite. Never look away. Roma, a star is born. I'm going to go cinematography Roma. Roma. I am going to go cinematography with the favorite. Interesting choice. That was what my second would be. Interesting choice, but I really like that too. Uh, Okay, let's go animated feature. Incredibles 2, Isle of Dogs, Mirai, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. My vote, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Any other year would have been Incredibles 2. Ditto. I, I could, couldn't agree with you more with, with a runner-up of Isle of Dogs. Which I, I, I enjoyed was, that movie. Yeah, I know it caused controversy, but I did enjoy it. No. Okay, let's go uh, supporting next. Okay, uh, actor in a supporting role. So we have Sam Rockwell, Vice, Richard E. Grant, Can You Ever Forgive Me, Sam Elliott, A Star Is Born, Adam Driver, Black Klansman, Mahershala Ali, Green Book. My vote is Sam Elliott. I kind of hope it goes to Richard E. Grant, but I think it's going to go to Sam. Guys, your thoughts? Mahershala. 
Okay, uh, I think Mahershala, but my heart is is for Adam Driver. I really think that three his, different choices. That I really think. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to say Adam Driver. I really think that his performance of all of those yeah. in the supporting yeah, roles, yeah. what he was able to do, that fine line of yeah. playing that undercover and then realizing his own roots, so to speak, it was one of the most compelling. Uh, performances from a supporting role this year. Absolutely agree. Uh, actress in a supporting role. Uh, Rachel Weisz, the favourite. Emma Stone, the favourite. Regina King, uh, if Beale Street should talk, uh, could talk. Uh, Marina de Tavira, uh, Roma, and Amy Adams Vice. I think they're going to give it to Regina. I would like to see it go to Emma Stone. But I think it's going to go to Regina. I think it's going to go for Regina too. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I, w- I would. I mean, she's it, great. It might, but, but my heart says too because uh, I was going to go. You said Emma Stone. Yeah. I'd go Rachel, Rachel Vice, which I think they're very equal. And yeah. It's very hard yeah. from that movie, right? Absolutely. But I haven't seen Rachel Vice in such a long time. It was it was it was a breath of fresh air to see her again. You go, damn, she's really good. No, uh, absolutely. Okay, let's go. Actress in a leading role. We're going to go with uh, Yalitza in Roma, Glenn Close in The Wife, uh, Olivia Colman, the favorite. Lady Gaga, A Star Is Born, Melissa McCarthy. Can you ever forgive me? This is a tough one for me. Uh-huh. It's a really tough category. Guys, you go first on this. Uh, I look, Glenn Close, if you do the math, looks like she's going to be the, the front runner for mm. this. But personally, um, I, you know, I thought that uh, Olivia Coleman in The Favourite, you know, I, I would go for her. Second up, uh, would be my my heart says Lady Gaga because I thought she was tremendous in A Star Is Born. Yeah, but I really like Olivia Coleman. I'm favorite. I'm so torn on this one too. Yeah, um, it's tough. Struggles it with this one because my gut's telling me go Glenn Close, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> For sure, <laughs> right? It's saying go go. Um, but I don't know between the other two that you suggested, so I'm going to stick with Glenn Close. I but would, I'm, I'm with you on those two. You see, I was Lady Gaga, because I love A Star Is Born. Yeah. I really, really, really like Melissa McCarthy in Can You no Ever Forgive Me? But yeah. that's not, no it's really not going to happen. That's your heart. And Olivia Coleman, I thought, was just fucking fantastic in The Favourite, yep. but I think it's going to be Glenn Close. Yeah. I really think it's going to be Glenn Close. Okay, uh, let's go actor in a leading role. We're going to go, the option, the nominees are Vigo Mortensen, Green Book, Rami Malek, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate. I'm sorry, Willem. Uh, Bradley <laughs> Cooper, A Star Is Born. Maybe another year. Maybe yeah, any yeah. other year. Uh, Bradley Cooper, A Star Is Born, and Christian Bale, Vi. Okay. This is tough too. Only yeah. two. Only yeah. two that Between matter. two right. for me. Only two yeah. matter. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with what's been taking every award. So I'm going to go with Rami Malik on this one. Yeah. But it could, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised Christian Bale either because the Academy loves it's not gonna be transformation. Bale. It's not going to be Bale. I yeah. think a couple of so. months ago it would have been Bale hands down. I think it would have been between Bale and Bradley. I, I think it's going to be Rami. I yeah. do too. Um, I mean, I love Vigo in Green Book. Uh, I, I love Bradley in A Star Is Born. I really feel for him that he's been so passed over this season. Yeah. Christian Bale, I thought, was great. But do you know what? I, I kind of had seen so much about it beforehand. It, you know, I thought his performance was good, but not amazing. I'm going to go with Rami Malek. And I'm, I'm genuinely, I'll be very happy if he wins it. Because whether you don't like the movie or not, his performance as Freddie Mercury, I thought, was just so good. And he'll I, give a good speech. I he'll think, give a great speech. I think speech. Rami Malek's going to get it too. Yeah. So you said two. So who was your I mean, the one? other one was Christian Bale. Okay. Because it was like the Critics' Choice and everything like that. But yeah. I, what we're going to do think... before we go, and I, I we, we go to best uh, best director, and we should do best picture as well. Uh, let's have a look what people are saying. Uh, Signal note: Who are ready to not see the Oscars this Sunday? I know I am. Uh, Dimitri saying uh, morning, everybody. Uh, Ricky saying hello all. Uh, okay, uh, Ryan is saying Rami Malek is my prediction for best actor. Think you're going to be right, Ryan. Uh, Ricky Best Picture is one of the most up in the air in years. I think it is, but we'll get to that in just a moment. Free Solo is winning in documentaries. I think you're going to be right there, Ricky. I'm more than happy to be proved wrong in any of my predictions, certainly. Uh, saying that I predict the Oscars will suck. Thank you so much, uh, which is okay. Good. Uh, say what you mean, uh, Senor Nerd. Uh, John Harrison, Star is Born was overrated. Many people disagree with you, John. Uh, Ricky, uh, Roma is taking cinematography. I agree. Uh, John Harrison, sorry, Bradley Cooper, but I agree with the Academy uh, with the non-wins it's going to get. Uh, I... I'm still curious to see if they come back. 
Because I know the industry really lo loved A Star Is Born. Yeah. And I think this year has been so... The awards have gone quite differently. And I think, really, this could be the one that is... It, it's so it's so up in the air. It's actually quite interesting. Uh, Spider-Man John Harrison says for animated. Absolutely. Hands down. I, I spoke to Brad Bird about that at the Oscars luncheon. Even Brad Bird thinks it's going to win. Even Brad uh, Bird thinks it's, you, you know, see that was tweet a big that fan of Spider-Man. Did you see that tweet went I out? I did not. No. Incredibles 2 for Best Picture, and then every single uh, comment was Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Harrison, Mahersha Ali, uh, that and True Detective uh, has momentum. Adam Driver deserves it, though. Uh, John saying Regina King, obviously that is uh, in the, one of the actress categories. Uh, yeah, so a lot of people... A lot of people are agreeing with us, and a lot of people are dissenting. John Harrison uh, thinks Yelitsa um, for Best Actress. We will absolutely see. Uh, Lady Gaga winning would be a big headline for the Oscars. You know, mm. yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, back to our predictions. Can we talk predictions. a little bit? Like, I, I, I know very, very rushed, quickly, because we have just, a lot to get through. Because we talked about this at breakfast, too, and A Star is Born, at least for me, was one of those surprises. I didn't expect it to be the movie that it ended up being and yep. really engaging. So, and then, so there, there was the surprise watch. It, and I've been surprised at all the disses it's gotten, to mm. be quite honest with you. And I know a lot of people online have been disagreeing, like it's overblown. I didn't necessarily think it was necessarily overblown, but Lady Gaga's performance really, really Absolutely, I, I agree. The yeah. biggest loser of this award season, though, real quick, is just Black Klansman. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, yeah. It's been completely overlooked uh, almost everywhere. Which everywhere. brings us to directing. Obviously you're going to huh. be talking you're also going to be talking about the Oscar predictions in uh Anatomy of a Movie sure. this week Dimitri, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, di uh directing. Okay, the options are Vice, Roma, The Favorite, Cold War and Black Klansman. I'm I think Roma is probably going to get it. I'll be honest with you, but I really really want Black Klansman to get it. Um, I love the favorite. I loved what the director and everybody did with that. I just Black Klansman for me was a was a totally rounded product. So Black Klansman for me, Scott. It's going to be Roma. I want it to be Black Klansman, same as you. Uh, yes, it, we got the trifecta. We finally agree on something. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it was Spike Lee's. It's, what, it's the best thing he's done in the longest time, and Truly. it's a really good movie. And audiences liked it as much as people in the industry. And what he juggles in that movie, yeah. from entertainment to, to to satire to political social commentary, could have could have gone horribly wrong. Could, oh, could have been ridiculously chintzy and horribly cliched and beat you over the head. Yeah, and, and I I just I like the mix of humor i like the mix of dry i just really like the whole thing yeah, uh best picture okay oh best picture uh this year the nominees are vice a star is born roma green book the favorite bohemian rhapsody black klansman and black panther i'm sorry black panther yeah i'm sorry too. i i mean i think it's unfair i to me i it shouldn't have been in there I love Black Panther, but to me, that's not best picture. But what do I know? I'm, I'm going to go. I, I think it's going to go to Roma. A couple mm -hmm. of months ago, I would have really put my money on A Star Is Born, but I'm going to back Black Klansman because genuinely, that film for me, it had so much. So I'm probably going to be wrong, but I really, really want Black Klansman. I think it'll be Roma, guys. It's going to be Roma. And uh, I want it to be Black Klansman. See, and I want okay. it to. Be, I want it to be. I, see, I want it to be the Green Book, because the Green Book for me, right, has all I those really like great movie. features of it. But it's a really look. I love Black Klansman. I've said this already. Yeah. But for me, what the Green Book also offered was great feel good audit like you walked out of green book you felt good i don't necessarily buy this controversy where they're saying oh the white man saves the african-american no i think it was a mutual respect that each gained for each other i think the end of that movie both characters grew yep and i think it had the crowd-pleasing element to it and i really loved green book a lot couple more comments from the chat ricky saying um i hope cooper <clears throat> would take it bale was decent malik was very overrated but cooper delivered a career best you know i Really, I mean, I know Manic's taking a lot of hits for this, but personally, I thought he was great. Yeah, me, um, me too. John Harrison uh, saying Bale was awesome in Vice. Yeah, I mean, but Bale, yeah, Bale, it's it's kind of, I've, even though it's a different performance, different character, um, obviously the character of a real person, um, I just feel like I've kind of seen Bale's method acting before, and I his characterizations, and I'm like, I just, I don't know. I think there were, there were things that were a bit, I mean, I mean so that... Rami Malek is playing a real person. 
It's a characterization. So interesting. Yeah. So it's this year. I don't know. Zeno uh, saying I stand with Senor Nerd, uh, which is good. Uh, Ricky <laughs> saying I love Simon rereading negative comments. It's the greatest. No, I mean we can't just put positive comments right. and get. Well, aren't we clever? Because everyone agrees with us. These are your opinions. Uh, Jack Dennis because Incredibles two wasn't that great. It was a worthy sequel, but not the best. But in any given year, it would have won. Right. And any given year, would have won. Uh, John Harrison, Black Klansman, was awesome. Topher Grace deserves supporting actor nom. Yes. Yes. Absolutely agree. Uh, Scott Boswell, Spike Lee might win for adapted screenplay. Yeah. Absolutely, but I really think it deserves more than that. Uh, not that that isn't a good award to get. I just think it deserves more. Uh, Ricky Develop Black Clansman was fantastic. I would be happy if that one too. Jack Dennis, Black Clansman being ignored is crazy. It is crazy. Uh, such a great movie. It was an important message, and guess what? It was entertaining. Absolutely. It wasn't preachy. And that, it just presented That's, things yeah. as they are. Uh, Ricky saying it's a racial message, uh, message-filled film uh, that does it well and isn't in your face. Absolutely. Yep. And, that, and that's, that's, to me, is the sign of a great movie. Mm-hmm. Is that even if you're, everybody's on one side of the aisle or the other, but when something is in the middle going, come to this, and a great example of a documentary that was long-listed, um, that, that didn't make the shortlist, unfortunately, was um, Dark Money. Um, oh, yeah. Which was actually to be. It was about uh, dark money going in and disadvantaging Republican um, uh, nominees over Democrat Repub- uh, nominees. And I was like, no, absolutely, that should be right. completely outlawed because you know it's and it's like, yeah, the way that the Republicans were treated with this this propaganda that was funded right. by this you know unknown money by these super PACs was completely wrong. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm not a Republican. Yeah. But I'm like, that sucks. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it really is about, you know, having something in in the middle where yep. everyone can come to and okay. just, you know, and, and get something out of it. I think it's great. So, Oscar predictions. We will see how those fared, guys. Um, interesting chat. Interesting to see some similarities and some choices. Okay. Oh, what a week. Hulk Hogan biopic is going to see Chris Hemsworth set into the ring with director Todd Phillips. He's going to be Hulk Hogan. Uh, brilliant casting. Uh-huh. Very much so. Yeah. Very um, much so. It's one of those things where it's like you see someone really fit a role and it's not like lazy casting. Right. You're like, how did nobody think of this before? I'm assuming it's going to cover Hulk Hogan's career in the ring as a wrestler, but also the uh, uh, suburban nanny three ninjas years. I hope so. We can That's hope, what I'm hoping we can for. Hope for. Yeah. He's going to play Bubba the Love Sponge. That's what I want to know. Because there was that whole Hulk Hogan thing that, see, I'm wondering if it's even going to come up to like his recent controversies where oh, yeah. radio yeah. host Bubba the Love Sponge yeah. and he filmed his wife and there was this whole thing. I mean, this is a man who who saved and helped save uh, wrestling. Yep. So popular. He was one of, he was one of the first outside of like an Andre the Giant, mm-hmm. but he got into movies, he made a couple. Um, you know, and him tearing off his shirt. I mean, he had action figures made out of him. Yeah. And Chris Hemsworth, I think is perfect. He has just the right temperament and sense of humor to pull this off. Well, I, I first, one of the things that really, I mean, I just think it's it's great casting anyway. One of the things that made me think it was particularly great casting was his character in uh, Bad Times at the El Royale kept reminding me of Hulk Hogan <laughs> with that moustache <laughs> yeah. of his. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, he reminds me of Hulk Hogan. And now he's cast as Hulk Hogan. I wonder if that's why. Um, I mean, maybe. I don't know. But I'm I just think saying. It's the, uh, I think it's all the positive word of mouth of fighting with my family. No, well, there's that too. I mean, I seem like that, yeah. that movie seems we'll like get it's that movie be, later. It seems like it's going to be a real breakout. Yeah, and and you know Hulk Hogan too to his fans and to the kids. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. was an inspiration for kids, and oh, he yeah. loved that. No matter yeah. what the character he played in wrestling, he loved that. And Chris Hemsworth can't pull that off. Mm. I agree. I, I, we'll get we're going to get to um, fighting with my family later on, but uh, just to mention, I'm actually on the TV ad campaign for that. Yes, you are. I am. Yeah. 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 So that's quite. You're actually uh, in the final trailer. I so. am. The final <laughs> one is actually a good one to get to because they use a lot of people. A lot of people have been quoted on this because it's had a lot of love. Yeah. But when you get to the final, oh, I don't know. Fingers crossed for the Blu-ray. Oh. <laughs> I want Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, but it's great. I mean, full disclosure. Um, I, I used to work with Stephen um, years ago at XFM uh, in London when he and Ricky used to do the uh, used to do a show there on a on a weekend. Oh, so, oh awesome. So one of the new shooters. So we go back quite a long way. Uh, but no, he's he's great and I'm really really pleased that this is his first 
major directorial and solo directorial project um, that it's being so well received. Yeah. I think it's really good. Not without flaws, but we'll get to that later. But I think a really good movie. Uh, OK, uh, Captain Marvel this week. We all saw that there are a lot of... Um, uh, the first screenings took took place for media. You, you've seen it and I've seen it. We right. can't give a full review because we're embargoed. Um, but we've tweeted our reactions to that. So if you want to check them out, you can uh, you can check mine out. We at can Showbiz talk. Simon. I've I've learned this. We okay, can, we can actually talk for thirty seconds about it. Okay, cool. Um, as long as those thirty seconds aren't the post credit mid credit sequences. Spoiler, people. <laughs> Not cool. Not cool at all. No. Not cool. No. Uh, okay, so very briefly, let's talk about it before we okay. talk about the, this story. Um, I really loved it. Yeah. Uh, it's top five Marvel for me. Uh, I thought Brie was great. I thought the, the entire cast was great. This has been a great year for Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. I know we have different opinions on Glass, but this is the first time in, in a year where I actually seen him disappear into a character where I forgot it was him in the first movie. In this one where he's just having a, a blast. He yeah. looks like he's having fun. Um, and uh, there's a cat in the movie, which you heard a lot about, Goose. Yeah. It, it definitely steals the show. I, I mean, I really enjoyed the movie. I didn't kind of go, uh, I didn't fall in love with it in the way that some people have done. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it again. I know people, you know people who, who are already on their second or third viewing. Oh, um, it, was, it was only screened for the first time on yeah. fucking Tuesday. Um, Some people went three times in a row already yeah. and posted on Twitter about it. Oh, yeah. well, that's, that's, that's good. I wish I had that well, amount well, of free time. Well, for the, for, the, for the person who hasn't seen it, my question is how's it compared to Wonder Woman? Well, okay. <laughs> Specifically asked not to do that. Um, so, so, uh, so as I was saying about Captain Marvel, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really liked it. I didn't, I didn't fall uh, head over heels as much as other people did. It's certainly top level Marvel for me. It's in that top sort of third of the, um, uh, of, 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 of the Marvel movies. It felt very different in the same way that Thor Ragnarok felt very different to Marvel movies that had come before. Um, and I just think that, uh, yeah, I, I, it, it really, um, it, it oh, impressed me. One, one, one quick thing. Uh, I know I don't know how much of my thirty seconds are left. You've but used a lot of it. It's possibly okay. more than thirty uh, seconds. I just wanted to say that I love that. We're boring on ninety seconds. I, okay. I love that. There's this whole thing about like, is Brie Larson going to be good in this role? Like, people have not seen her in Short Term Twelve <laughs> in Room. Like, she is so she charismatic. Was... She's, she's so made. Great. She's made for this role. Yeah. She's made for this role. She looks um, great. And the, the story. Someone's saying it right Box now. Box. Yeah. No. Yeah. Seriously. She. She was. You know. She was made for this role. Uh, Simon. Uh, how can your like Captain Marvel? Uh, she has grasp a vagina. Yes. Shock horror. Ladies have vaginas and are successful actresses. Um, uh, <laughs> spoiler there, in case anybody didn't know what private parts uh, ladies have. Um, yeah. No. I mean, it was. I mean, I, I'm. I'm really impressed with what they've done with it. Um, it wasn't. I think the trailer sells a slightly different movie yes. by the fact that it makes it feel like just another Marvel movie, which Marvel movies are, are, are good, generally. Um, that There have been exceptions. Um, but I think, actually, it's it's a more nourishing meal as mm. a movie. Um, I think people are going to be... Um, it, I think it's not what some people are going to be expecting, and I think that's a good thing. And I think the casting is great, and uh, more Annette Benning in pretty much anything, please. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not enough people are talking about Annette Benning in this movie. No. Not enough people. So that's that's really important. But yeah, the trolls came out this week, um, uh, especially on things like um, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, where they are voting it down, saying it sucks. These are people who haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Um, and you know, and I, this I get... all happened before the screenings. Happened you went before to. the screenings. Yeah, and it, it's happened with other movies this Absolutely. year. There was like the, the the thing with the Star Is Born. Right. You know, and I'm not entirely sure what these things are going to achieve. And it also blows a hole in the argument of these people who hold Rotten Tomatoes as, like, the Bible of whether a movie is good or not. Because if you know that you you yourself can entirely skew this kind of movie rating right. and make it fit your argument, it completely invalidates the point of Rotten Tomatoes having any real value whatsoever. And that's not attacking their brand. That's attacking this this percentage and stuff because yeah. you just make you make it bollocks. You do, you know. And, it's and it's. That's... I don't know what you, you either. You are either having a tantrum or you're shooting your argument in the foot. I don't see how anyone wins because anyone who's going to see, let's say, Captain Marvel in this place, is still going to see Captain Marvel. Right. People have bought their tickets at almost a higher rate. Things. The only one. 
to surpass this is Black Panther in advanced ticket sales. Right. This film is going to be a success, whether yeah. you're pissing your pants in fury or right. not. Mm-hmm. It's not going to make any difference, really. That's why I don't look at the Rotten Tomatoes customer, mm. like you know, not 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 the film critic ratings, but yeah. the, the the user reviews. Yeah. Let's call them. Or I don't look at them in Yahoo, I do, because they can be so stacked with those trolls. Oh, IMDb and was the worst. IMDb, Remember that? Absolutely. Oh, my God. And it's it's to your point. You you made a great point there, Simon. It, it makes the whole thing bollocks, as you say. Yeah. You say it better than I do. But you compl- it completely it, invalidates the whole fucking thing. Does. Yeah, it completely. Does. Uh, people are saying uh, <coughs> Captain Marvel still looks Forgive generic. Me. I mean, John. Yeah, to an extent, any of these movies are going to look kind oh, of yeah. generic because it's part of a franchise. So it's like any Harry Potter Wizarding World movie is going to look a bit generic because within that IP, there's a style, there's a way of doing things, and the same can be applied to anything, whether it's DCEU or or I don't know, you know, unless unless you drastically change it. If you're following tropes for a genre, it's going to look a certain... There's going to be a genericity to it by by its very innate nature. That's how these things work. But I get your point. Um, yeah, uh, John saying, saw Scott's reaction, you're ecstatic. That's great. Uh, interesting point here. Uh, John Harrison, uh, was Captain Marvel good because of all the nostalgia elements or actually great storytelling? The nostalgia elements uh, were really appreciated. Yes, they were. I appreciated the nods. But this is not quite the nostalgia trip that people have made it out to be. And there will be a lot of people seeing this movie who have no idea what these references are. Right. So, no, I think too much has been put on that nostalgia. But, but if I may also uh, yeah. say, because this is something that I've read on both of your social media, yeah. uh, particularly yours, Scott, the music. You say the music is awesome. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a really good 90s, like, fun soundtrack. It's, it, it's nice. Cause Interesting we, choices. Yes. Not yeah. predictable choices. Which is, which is I, great. One was. I, which I one can't was. was very much so. <laughs> one was. Like, a little bit too on the nose. That's the one thing, that one song I was kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like the best use you can pick up for that song. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like, eh, a little bit yeah. too close yeah. for comfort. But it, was still, it still worked. It yeah. still worked. And um, we can't talk about it anymore. We're talking about it too much. Okay. Shut your mouth. I didn't use my 30 seconds because I didn't see the movie, <laughs> uh, but, but people are talking. I mean, people are saying, you know, oh, uh, men who are who are attacking, um, you know, the, the the these movies with with women in. Um, it's not just men, though. I want. It's not I, just I, men. I want to point that out. There's yeah. actually a lot of females that are commenting on this. Yeah, I think it's funny because I know that this the men is under attack all the time. But I've seen a lot, and I have a lot of comments on my tweets, and I refuse to comment on them because yep. I know how that goes. You go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, I want to. But. Um, there's quite a few females upset about this as well, and it, and it all just leads into the conversation we had last week. The, the, because what people why. because what people tend to forget is not all women agree on the same things. Right. I have spoken to a number. I, I brought this up yes. the other week. I spoke to a number of a number of of women who are very much about pushing forward women in uh, various areas of the entertainment industry, and they all have different viewpoints. They all have different viewpoints right. on women in the industry and how we improve things and represent women in the industry. Because not all women think the same. Not all men think the same. Not all men are threatened by strong women. My <laughs> mother was a strong woman. My wife is a strong woman. Fuck, if it wasn't for strong women, I wouldn't have half of what I have. I agree. So I'm, I, I'm I not agree. threatened by I fucking no. appreciate strong women. I do, yeah. But, I admire but when them. people say it's weak men are threatened by strong women, weak people are threatened by things that they don't understand right. or, or simply aren't able to, to handle or interact with. It's a fear reflex. I don't even think it boils down to, to, to gender, to sex. I think it's just sometimes people are scared of stuff that they don't understand. Once you show them that these things are not scary... Then they they're not scared of it anymore, and that's the only way to teach this. Do you know what? There are going to be strong women forever. There are going to be strong men forever. Just like there's weak there men. are going to be weak men forever, yep. and there are going to be weak women forever. Mm-hmm. And that's that's that. It's been since the very first day life appeared on Earth. Yeah. 
It's it's the way life goes. But you know what? The strong always come out on top. And sometimes out of weakness comes strength, not to sound like a Marvel movie. But, you know, it's <laughs> these arguments, they're going to keep coming through and you're going to get... But go, if you want to see Captain Marvel, go and see Captain Marvel. If you don't want to see Captain Marvel, don't go and see Captain don't Marvel. Go. Find something else. Find something that's a genuine injustice and be outraged about that. Yeah. Not there's the fact that there's plenty of other stuff to be mad about. There's someone that really mad out right, right now. A, a comic book movie that has a, a, a woman in the lead role. None of us would be here without women. Nope. No. None of us would be here without women, and none of us would be here without men. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right, you right. need the two things to come together to make a life. We'll find a way around that. Because that's science. Life finds sure. a way. But life, life finds, finds a way. A way. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but it's true. It's like, you know, I, I just, they, these are the arguments we keep having, and I'm like, Why? okay, okay, we'll keep doing it. Moving on, the Academy Changes course will present all categories during the live broadcast. Last week on the show, we were yeah. saying we think they'll reverse. About two hours after the show, not saying there's a direct correlation. Um, but I mean, but there is. Um, I'm going to be hosting this year, by the way. I'm not really. You'll be fine. Uh, but yeah. Uh, we'll over, so all, the, all the categories are going to be in there. Yeah. Yeah. Both time. Yep. Duh. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 seriously, I actually kind of feel for the producer behind the show. I think they need to lie down yeah. on Monday. I think they need a nice vacation. Go away. Have, have, go and drink some Mai Tais. Just have a little think and have a little relax. Take two weeks off and then come back and plan next year. Yep. Yeah. Maybe start looking for a host. Yep. Yeah. 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 Early. Yeah. Like, yeah. Early. Announce yeah. it in June or July. Have a plan B through to Z. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Three days. David Spade's available. Yeah. Yep. He sure is. He sure is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Adam Sandler. Look at the ball. <laughs> You can do it. <laughs> but no, seriously, I mean, no, there's no real surprise there, but I mean, it was good to see. Uh, Another Fury update this week. Jason Reitman responding to the Ghostbusters backlash. Director Paul Feig gives support. This was something I didn't... I, I Again, I think, come on, if you're going to pick a hill to die on people, there are way... <laughs> there, are yeah. way there are way bigger hills. And seriously, when it comes to representation, how people are treated in the industry, we've, we've got seriously bigger issues than Ghostbusters. Yeah. It's it, exhausting. It, it's genuinely... It's, it really it's exhausting. And... Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I'm an, certain, we're all advocates here, and I'm yeah. like, and, and to see the people, and to see the the caliber of people oh, who are responding to this yeah. tweet, oh. like everybody from science fiction authors like John Scalzi was like coming down on him. Like, what did he say? That it was like, I know, and was like, oh, I'm giving it back. You mean the kind of freaking fans that that Ghostbusters hated oh. women? And I'm like, and going, then, oh, good god, and, that's and not here, what he was. And here's the problem: <laughs> people don't know how to talk to one another anymore. No. Everything immediately goes to you, fucking asshole. <laughs> You yeah. shithead. You know, like, it's like... And dude, all I said was good morning. I know. It's like, yeah. it's literally like, you I, don't even know if what he said was really what was reported on. It's not, you know, like, there's, it's not like it was a video file where there, you know, I'm just, oh, yeah. it's yeah. mind-boggling. Can, can I just go back to the point that we were talking about, you know, none of us would be here without, without women. Can I just say, this show wouldn't be here without a woman. Because right. we have a female producer on this show, yeah. so without women, you would <laughs> this thing la 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 is this on yeah. wouldn't be happening. Right. So Silence. yeah, but no, I mean I'm just kind of I mean I I read the comments that he made and I think that they were not particularly well constructed, but I don't think they were potentially as inflammatory. And I saw people commenting on this, and then I saw women saying, I I'm a woman, and I didn't particularly like Ghostbusters. It had nothing to do with women. And it was like, nobody asked you. I'm like, by putting it on Twitter, you did ask people to comment on this. You put it into forum. a public forum. I, I, this is, and that's what I don't understand. Like, when are people going to learn? Like, when? And, and again, with Twitter, you only have so many characters. If you can't get that thought out of your head, like, look at, have somebody else look at it, for crying out loud. Yeah. Look at it, read it backwards. Don't send it. Like, if you, or, and again, I don't think it was greatly inflammatory, mm. but, you know, it's, it is a public forum. Even though you hit delete, doesn't mean it's deleted. Uh, it's more responsibility and you're right it escalates that escalated rather quickly it goes from zero to warp 10 yeah. in like this yeah. so it's frightening 
It's like if you don't if you don't want to have people civility. disagreeing with you, just don't start the conversation. Like someone tagged me on a post, and this is totally random. That like something <laughs> that John Campia like is like deleted his Twitter, and I got tagged in some sort of post. Like, why do you think John Campia deleted his Twitter? It's like I don't fucking care. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I, I saw but like, I saw I saw that tweet this week, and I don't know John. I've had no dealings with with John. I, didn't even see I don't it. I don't think I've even met him. Um, but I was like. I, I saw because someone screen grabbed and retweeted it, and I was like, I mean, okay. And then like he's deleted his Twitter, and then I searched, and his Twitter was still there. And I'm like, this makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, oh, come on, people. Haven't you actually got better things to do? No. And, and no one to with, with this time. Can't we do yeah. something? If, if, at the very least, watch a movie you've never watched before. Right. There's plenty of things to Absolutely. do. Watch a, watch a movie that you've never seen before. Take yep. a two and a half hours. Like, you'll get more from that yep. than you will from calling someone a bellend yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Come on, guys. I, now there's, uh, there's there's just discussions on Twitter. I just don't get involved because I'm like, <laughs> just, I just I just haven't got the fucking energy. Yeah. I think Come part on. of it, too, is that... We Film are, Twitter's in a, in a rut right now. We, we need not. to shake that. Just need to shake Film this Twitter off. Film Twitter is a horrible place. I, I just think that it, it, it also... All of social media, um, there's an anonymity that allows the bravery um, for that negativity. Yeah. So they don't know you, and so that's how it escalates so quickly. Um, it's sad state of affairs. It really is. I'd rather have a conversation like this, and even with the people who are online, because they actually will come up with good stuff, positive well, or negative. Well, Bob, Bob B is saying this, that referring back to this interview that, that, uh, that Jason Reitman did, uh, saying it's a great interview for anyone who wants to take the time to actually listen to it. I'm actually going to make the time because I want to get more around that, but I saw the, the, the excerpts, the quotes that have been taken out, and I'm just like... I just I show that to some of my coworkers um, where I am this week, and men and women, and they were like, "I don't see, I don't see why this is, why this is a hill that people want to die." I'll tell you, if people want to complain, complain about the Ghostbusters convention that they're going to throw at Sony, uh, and and the ticket. Prices. I saw that yesterday. <laughs> uh, That's why I'm not mentioning it on the show. Fair, so, uh, okay. People are asking me what Camp Campia said and all that stuff. I don't. I don't it's I don't not know. important. No. What is important is that you can ignore this stuff and you can go and do something else. And I really, it would really be great. <laughs> any, so as Bob B said, any party's going to have a couple of assholes. It is. Yeah. So sometimes uh, you just need to, to leave a party. We don't, it's just, it, film Twitter is in a really weird place right now. But, is. you know. Uh, Blumhouse Corner! Blumhouse Corner! Corner. Uh, could Blumhouse reboot every horror franchise? Yes. Jason Blum's still interested in the Scream reboot. Something that a lot of people were, the, the story came out initially last year, uh, mm. around the end of the summer. I spoke to Jason about it for Forbes uh, in September, October time, September time last year, before Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, the interview is still up on Forbes if you want to check that out. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's great. This is something now, obviously, is moving slightly forward ahead because previously his take on it was like, there's lots of these franchises we'd like to take on, but it's really a case of, can you get the rights? Will they let you do it? You have to prove that the vision is something they want to do associate with the brand, blah, 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 blah. What are your plans? Is it one movie? Is it a whole mo school of movies? What do you want to do? So this looks like this is moving forward. I mean, I think this is, I still think this is a great idea. Yeah. I do do, too. And do you think it's moving forward because of Halloween? Not I think just it because is. of the success yeah. of Halloween, yeah. but do you remember one of the production logos on the head of that movie, mm -hmm. which was Miramax? Yeah. And Miramax, if I'm correct, memory serves, put out. Screen, they did. They right? did. So. I think with the success of Halloween with Miramax, obviously Miramax seemed to have had a decent time working together with Blumhouse. Yeah. Seems to be a natural fit. So, yeah, guys, show us your magic on this because yeah. we could use that. Mm -hmm. We can. You know? So I, I think it's a great idea. Uh, I would really love to see Blumhouse um, pick up Friday But now the they don't watch horror movies. Now they just watch YouTube videos. <laughs> Ooh, ooh, ooh. No, it's not. Because I'll be honest with you, the, you just you ruined my Friday the Thirteenth thing. I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. The the horror films that I've seen embracing <clears throat> the watching things on video and web chat stuff, I have not liked the yeah, Unfriended I movies. I haven't yeah. liked those. The only movie I've seen embrace that 
really well is using cameras is searching which is not a horror movie that's nope. a thriller um but they did it really really well i hope they don't do the watching youtube because that again is a bit like the ring where with the remake people sent round a video and people watched it and right. didn't just didn't work right, right it just didn't work um so yeah so i think that would be that would be a really good idea also jason okay. saying um on twitter this week um someone i've got a lot of respect for because he's not afraid to go okay not so good was uh was the box office for happy death day 2 yeah uh, to you uh which uh, underperformed uh, below yeah. their expectations movies like that that have where the first one has has had you know a decent success and then it really finds its home on sort of home entertainment and streaming uh, which happy death day did um a lot of people discovered that movie after it was in theaters um the box office with this was lackluster yeah. um it just seems that either people lost just didn't weren't really up for it in the way that people thought they were um or they didn't like the new turn that it had taken which went much more sci-fi and less horror and also a lot more humor there was humor in the first one but a lot more humor personally didn't work for me i know it worked for some of us um i know you were a you big fan because you responded fan. to jason Huge on twitter fan. this week and and i i did and and i was actually wow wasn't it a breath of fresh air mm. that a producer of a movie said you know i had hoped better it was, yeah. it's, it, I still think we put out a good movie. It yeah. just wasn't where we but wanted you, it to be. But you can't, and, you can't get it right every time. No. You can't. But most people in this town, they do not admit failure or defeat. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, that Happy Death Day to you is going to be a mitigated failure. But, again, I think tracking was off on everything yeah. um, this past week or the past few weeks. Uh, so, But for a producer to come out and said we had hoped for better. And he didn't mince words about it. Mm. And uh, it was also his birthday this week. But yeah, was, I, yeah, I'm a huge supporter of Happy Death Day to you and to Jessica Roth and, and the cast. But uh, I was, it was, it was just weird. It was wow. You don't see it often. Yeah. You really don't. Distribution heads will rarely ever say, "Yeah, we 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 didn't put out a good movie." Yeah, you know and. It was nice. It was a breath of fresh air to see a production. No, it's great. I mean, I'll be honest with you. For a guy who is possibly, you know, like, I think he and The Rock are two of the just insanely busy people Mm -hmm. uh, in the entertainment industry these days. It's just, it's absolutely insane how hard. If you're having, if you ever, I don't know how you guys have had this interaction with him, but whenever he's there, he's, it's not that he's not giving you attention, but he's on my phone. He's always on his phone. Always on his phone. And then when you're talking, it's like, cool, let's do this. We do that. As soon as it's over, he's like, okay, cool. Good to see you. Back yeah. on his phone. Someone's coming to see him. He, I, I swear to God, I, I think he's half vampire because I don't. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think he sleeps. We sat right next to him at late yeah. night, and it was like when he was when I was talking to him again. It was like the same thing. He was like, uh huh, and I was down there, uh huh. And he's I, listening. He's giving he is, you his he's attention. Listening, but the, what's interesting is, is that I don't know how he sat through an entire movie without looking at his phone. No. <sighs> But he did it. But I think it's it's a, it's a relief. I mean, I do that. Yeah. I actually, I prefer going to see movies in a theatre than I do watching them at home. Because if Me I'm at too. home, I sometimes I'm like, fuck, put your phone down, you idiot. Because I'd never do that in the theatre. But I do it in the theatre. And I'm like, that's really nice. Even if I don't particularly enjoy the movie. To not have my phone out for two hours. Yeah. I've actually been, and this is completely on a side note, I've been working very, uh, very hard on my... Um, uh, reducing my screen time and being a bit more present yes. just day to day and at work and at home and just out and about. And it's made a huge amount of difference. And I've cut down my screen time, which gives you some idea about how much time I spend on my phone, uh, on social media by about two and a half hours a day. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's freeing when you're not tethered to it. It's, it's crazy. It, yeah. it, and, and I'll tell you realize, what, it's, uh, life's better. Yeah, and you know what? You do end up doing things like yeah. watching a movie or maybe even reading a book. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get there. Once award season's there, I'll get there. Uh, Zeno Hour. Uh, people's, uh, this is going back to what we were talking about film Twitter. People act like fighting over entertainment is going to solve the world's problems. Insanity. People do. And I, I hate to break it. Uh, I hate to break it to people who, who you know, get into these things. But the industry ultimately doesn't care. No. <laughs> whether you're, you know, kissing the ass of a director or whether you're telling them that, direct shit, you're an idiot, you ruined stars. It, it, it literally, it, it makes no difference. It has, it has no effect on people making these movies yeah. or anything. No. You know, though, the only real way you have any effect on what people do is by seeing or not seeing their movies. Can I, can I just bring up something? Because sure, very I, quickly. I think, take Solo. Mm-hmm. I mean, that got a lot. I mean, I think to an extent, sometimes, sometimes, mm. not in all cases, but it can. It could put a negative spin on something that may not deserve a negative spin. Yeah. And I think it can affect certain things because 
Solo for me was is a perfect example because Last Jedi made a ton of money. Mm. All right, Solo did not, and I, I told the story. There's a key difference, though. But there's there's a key difference, but also a lot of people who said I'm boycotting Solo have now caught Solo, and they're like, "Oh fuck, I actually quite enjoyed that." Yeah, but carry on. But, but see, but but what I'm getting at is is like because I told the story before, pr- pretty much here mm. about being in line at a theater and hearing two two jamokes behind me trashing Solo, and they hadn't even seen the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. It, the, the line was, "Oh yeah, I had heard about that." Yeah. yeah, that's really stupid, and it's like. Wait, guys, you didn't see the movie? So that negativity can seep out there and seep into people's heads. And it's like once they read it or see it, they tend to end up believing it. Solo had the same negative impact that the first Ant-Man had because Edgar Wright was a touchdown. And and everyone was pissed off. And this one, it was the Lego movie guys were attached to it. And then Ron Howard stepped in. So it was a mess. It was a mess. It was a mess. So I think there was a lot of reasons for the negative press for this but I, movie. But see, I, and it's, I it's personally fine. enjoyed Solo. And, yeah, fine. But it was all that negativity that seeped out even prior to its release. Yeah. You know, I forgot about the Ant-Man backlash, too. But, yeah. but, but ultimately, the movie's coming out. Movie's Ultima- coming out. Yes. Ultimately, the so movie's coming matter. out. So it doesn't matter. No one's going to go. Brian in Connecticut is pissing his pants. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. So let's not put this out. We don't upset Brian. True. You know, um, uh, Zeno Hour, good question. We won't address it now. I think we should pick this up perhaps next week. When does Blumhouse become their own studio with their own distribution? Interesting. I have a few thoughts That's on that, but we only have 15 minutes uh, left on the show, so we can't get into that right now, but that's actually a really that's good a question. Great Blumhouse Thank corner. you. Thank you, Zeno. We're going to talk about that on the show in the next couple of weeks. This is why it's really important to be part of the show and make suggestions. And sometimes we can't do it on the show that week, but it's good when you make a suggestion like that that we can pick up and talk about it in another show. It's really, really important. And it means it's something different that we can talk about that isn't what other people have been having on their movie websites or stuff that we've had during the week. Right. Um, sure. it's, that's really, really good. So thank you so much, Zeno. That is a really good contribution, and we really appreciate stuff like that on the show. By the way, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at Meet Movie Press, uh, at Meet Movie Press. Uh, you can find me at Showbiz Simon. Dimitri, where can we find you on social media? At DMovies1701. And Scott? The other Scott, uh, the other Scott M. Fantastic, cool. Okay, a couple of things I want to get through very quickly just before we move on. Uh, luckily to Nady tonight, uh, Emma Thompson has bailed on Skydance's animated movie because of John Lasseter. I'm not entirely surprised by this because Emma Thompson is is very she doesn't have a lot of fucks to give. She won't she won't do anything that she doesn't want to do. She's very happy to stand up there and sure. say say you know what she genuinely thinks and feels. Sometimes she gets burned for it, but I certainly cannot fault that. Uh so that's really interesting. Guys, are you surprised by that at all? No. No. Uh, so, uh, so let's say uh, say goodbye to Pepper Potts. Gwyneth Paltrow is exiting the um, MCU after <laughs> Avengers Endgame. No surprise. Okay. I, I wasn't. I wasn't at all surprised by that story this week. Yeah, and let, what, oh, they've okay. underserved her character. I'm kind of like, okay, it won't really make that much yeah, difference. No kidding. I mean, she was really had a lot of presence in Iron Man three. Yeah, the one directed by Shane Black. But unless it's an but Iron Man standalone that, movie, exactly. She shows up, and it's like uh, my thing is why? Yeah, like what? Unless Robert Downey says I'm hanging up the Iron Man mask. Like it's a paycheck for you. Like, are you so busy in life that like how how it's a, maybe a week's worth? I think mm. it's just being part of this universe. You know, like it's. I mean, and I think everyone's gonna it's starting to feel it. I mean, that's why you know Chris Chris um, Evans, right? Chris Evans, yeah. Chris Evans is walk, but he's walking away from it because. It's like he can't go anywhere without being the captain. And, I mean, it's going to take a long time for him to overcome that. But I, I get it. I mean, but, it's no, like no, 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 you're no. always But, but under... you're talking Captain America to Pepper Potts. Like, it still he doesn't has matter. Everyone like, always oh, connects those. I guess yeah. for her. Yeah. It's a couple of days' work. Give me my money. I'll do uh, what I can. And boom, I'm out. She's not that big it's of like... an actress. And that's what people connect her with now. Okay. I, I, but also, she's got, she got a lot of other stuff going on. Sure. I don't think acting is really... It yeah. was her main gig. And now it's a thing that she also does. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll make any huge difference. I think yeah. unless they we're going to do another Iron Man movie, which I don't see them doing. No. Um, uh, which is it's not in the plan for them to do. Um, but you never 
know. Uh, but you know, so I, I totally. There'll be other characters there retiring, so yeah. it makes it makes perfect sense. Um, uh, Bob B, great compliment. Uh, this is his favourite uh, movie show. Uh, oh. Love the show. Thank you, Bob. Really <laughs> appreciate you. it. Please Thank do make you. sure that you tell people about it because you know, uh, it, you know, it, it, as as much as people say they love this show, the, it will be great to get the figures up. And one of the ways we can get the figures up is by you guys telling everybody how much you love the show and how great you think it is. So, so a lot of this success is we can do so much, but a lot of it is down to you. Uh, big trailer this week. We're going to move on to trailer and box office and movies this week. Uh, trailer, Rocket Man. Oh, oh shit! Uh, yeah, this looks amazing. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. I'm so in love with this movie. Pre- I cannot... Prediction: One of my favorite films of the year. I can't. Yeah, I I'm... cannot wait to see this movie. Same There's man. nothing about it that I don't love. Nope. Yep. Um, some people are going, "It's like Bohemian Rhapsody again," and I'm like, "Well, I mean, it's a, it's a music musical biopic." We have a British music artist. So, yeah, there are going to be similarities set in the same era. So, yeah, there's going to be similarities. I'm, re- I'm genuinely really, really Me excited. Too. Same here. It's, there's only a handful of movies that I'm actually properly excited with a capital E about over the next six months. <laughs> this this is one of them. I cannot wait to see this in May. I am so Cannot excited. wait to see it. If I can see it sooner, that's even better. Yes, I know. <laughs> Just saying, but I'm really excited <laughs> about it. Uh, when you watch the trailer, how many times did you watch it? Probably it was about five times yesterday. Yeah, I watched it quite a few times. Um, it was it's just one of those films that immediately within the first like 20 seconds it just yeah. connected with me and uh i think taron edgerton looks amazing i mean he Same really he really just he fits the bill and uh it does i i get why people say oh it looks a little bit like bohemian uh because it's like the same kind of thing the, the well, argument the same manager yeah, in it yeah, for yeah, a start yeah. right. john reed and it but it just it just it beat by beat. It work. It looks like it hits. Going to hit everything that it needs to hit. And yep. I, I can't wait to yeah. drink and see it. I, I can't wait to see it either. Um, you know, last year though, I, I'm still like, I'm gonna. I can't wait. I can't make any predictions about it until after I see it so many times. Last year, was I'm going to give it a terrible score on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to uh, no. I can't wait. I think it as far as a well put together trailer. Yep. This. Hits every beat that you would want a movie like this to hit, and it and it showcases great performance mm. and performance says. I mean, the music numbers and the tagline is something about his reality or or something about like his reality uh, was his fantasy. Something it was a really super tagline that fits into how they make this movie. So the tortured artist, what's going on, but then they meld this musical fantasy element into it. It looks beautiful. It, looks it awesome. does. Uh, Jack Dennis, can Rocket Man make anywhere near close to the 850 million worldwide that uh, uh, Bohemian yes. Rhapsody has made? <laughs> uh, potentially, yeah. Uh, John Harrison <laughs> saying Rocket Man should have been released in November. Actually, I think they're doing the right thing releasing it now. Yes. I think it had, had they released it for this awards season, it would have been completely, completely overlooked, and then he would have had like three musical movies potentially vying for Oscar attention, then people would have complained it was samey. I think this is very, very, very clever marketing, uh, very clever placement, because I think genuinely, from first impressions, this could be something that we see nominated for Oscars. It could but be I re- said the same thing about Welcome to Marwin. It, it, it could be, well, see, that's what I'm saying. The Welcome I was going to well, bring that up. We all did, though, yeah. with that. And that's like, but it could be, if it is as good as we hope it to be, yeah. this is something that could very well be remembered come November, December. Bob, yeah. Bobby so. saying, I'm in for Rocket Man. Uh, Harris saying, I'm glad that Elton John wanted Taron to sing his songs. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, you know, it looks to me that that could be very good. John Harrison saying, uh, they've got to shake up the musical biopic for me. Why? Yeah. I mean, there's only, there's only so much you can do with it. Right. There's yeah. only so much you could do with it. Um, it, it's like a sports movie. You either win, lose, or tie. But also, then when you, <laughs> yeah, when you, yeah. when you, when you really do, when and, you do, when you do musical movies that, um, that really do something different. Audiences don't tend to engage with it because it's no. too weird. I mean, so going so back you to the life story. Walk the Line was not very reminiscent of no. all of his life. Like, no. And a lot of people were upset about it, but this movie still went in for a lot of Oscars and it was a crowd favorite. Yeah. It's, you know, it, they know the formulas with this. It works. It okay. It's like, it doesn't it have to be right. this in-depth, dark, gritty movie. It could yeah. just be something that makes you feel good and makes you, like, stop you know, it, did, yeah. it would turn people off, and that's not, that's not, the, yeah. that's not right. the story that's being told. No. You know, so you can't, you can't fake it. No. You know? Because uh, then you get people going, oh, that's not the real story. When they do the Nirvana biopic, that yeah. one could be dark Absolutely. and, and yeah. depressing. But do whatever had, you want yeah, with them. But them. we've had the Doors, right? We've had the Rose. And um, they, they haven't been that successful. Well, the Rose, I think, got, didn't that get Bette Midler her Academy? 
The rose. Oh yeah. Oh, you're talking about the, the rose. rose. Yeah. I thought the you were rose. talking about, but I missed just the doors. Okay, doors. guys, I need to move yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, okay, sorry. no, we got five minutes. I did say we need to be quick on that. Um, How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. Three million in previews, which is which is good. Um, looking at an interesting weekend. It's probably going to come out on top, uh, especially after the President's Day weekend for Alita was uh, was. I mean, better than some people were expecting, but it certainly wasn't. I wouldn't expect to see a sequel anytime no. soon. And fighting with my family, uh, guys. Uh, have you seen How to Train Your Dragon? Yes. Okay. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? Very quick. We have six minutes left i loved it i think this this trilogy this is a perfect end to the trilogy and i feel like it's it's a rare breed where you can have every single film get better and better as they go along the animation the score the i don't know the acting the everything about it it's just it's so great it feels like a pixar movie it does i was going to say it feels like a pixar movie that's not a pixar movie it stands above all the rest like i get illumination and all these other animated studios out there their movies make money where this how to train your dragon thing now remember last one was fox this is a universal release so they are not the what they've done in this trilogy is is Above and beyond what all these other studios have done. This is above and beyond the razzle-dazzle of a, of a, of a pure children's movie. And the jokes mm. don't, like, placate to just children alone. Because the, the humor, the heart, the heart and sentiment of this movie, where the characters, they actually do. And they're unashamed to say, I'm taking a page from the Pixar rule book, playbook here, and say, pay attention to story. Pay attention to character arc. And we've had in the three movies, in each movie, the character arcs. Yep. And in this whole trilogy, there's a through line where the characters grow and develop. And it, it's just amazing. And it really gives such a satisfying ending where you sit there and you want to watch the end credits. So potential for uh, none of the uh, none of the House Train the <clears throat> Dragon movies have been nominated for an Oscar. Is that correct? Uh, I could have swore Deacons may have been nominated for for the second one, it could have been one of his other watches. But not as best animated. But I don't think no. I don't think so. Okay. It'd be interesting it to see if you know how, how it goes and because it's the final one. To I see think if it... I think it'll get a nomination, unfortunately. I think it's screwed this year because of Toy Story Four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The first uh, one was nominated for best animated feature. The Which one? The first one. The first one was. Ah, oh, okay, cool. So I stand corrected. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, Fighting with My Family, uh, directed by Stephen Merchant, uh, produced by The Rock and his company, um, supported by the, by the uh, people as well. I mean, Nick Frost in the cast, number of people in the cast, uh, telling the story of a, a female wrestler from Norwich in the UK uh, who uh, makes it to, to WWE. Uh, it's a fascinating story. Um, it has some darker tinges which aren't included in the movie. Some people are being critical of that. I was very surprised by this movie. Very surprised. And one thing I liked was the fact that it didn't tone down the Britishness. There's a lot of stuff in there <laughs> that is really British. Um, but it works, and it seems to have gone down really well with audiences. I mean, I, I, I had way more fun with this, and I don't, I'm not a wrestling fan. So the whole wrestling thing really meant nothing to me. Um, but it was a great um, ropes to riches tale for me. And, I really enjoyed it. And I agree with you. I think um, as someone who doesn't watch wrestling and doesn't care about wrestling the fact that i was able to watch and enjoy this film that means a lot and that says a lot about the film Mm. and uh i i always like stephen merchant too i think he's very funny and actually having him direct this was a a bold choice by dwayne johnson and i think it worked in his favor um it Even is, Steven said it was a bold choice. Yeah, and it, it, it's very, it is, again, you know, people talk about the biopics of the music. Um, same with this movie, you know, sports movie. Again, beat by beat, it's the same kind of thing. Um, but it works, and if the formula works, don't change it. Yeah. I mean, one of the, one of the reasons that, that actually Dwayne um, chose Steven was the fact that Steven's not a wrestling fan. Right. <laughs> and he said, I want you to tell the story. I don't want you to do a wrestling movie. Um, and Steven, I think, has done a really, really good job with this. I think the script is very funny. Um, I think it, it, it peaks in certain places and it, it has its its troughs where it needs to. It sort of pulls back a little bit and hang, hangs there quite nicely. Not in a, like, this is slow, but it just really, it sort of uh, idles along quite nicely. And then when it when it really needs to power in, it powers in quite nicely. Hmm. Uh, I was I was really impressed with this. And I can, I'm not at all surprised that it's going down well. I just really hope that the reaction that it's had pre-release actually transfers to box office. I just um, think, um, I will say that money. I d- disagree with you a little bit. I, I do okay. think it's it's a little too long. I think there's. Just, I think that's fair. About fifteen minutes. There's a certain spots where I just felt like it, it dragged. It's like, okay, we mm-hmm. get it, we get it. On, we I haven't it seen it, but this was something uh, I'd seen the trailer a few times yeah. at the theater, in the theater, and it's like, 
this movie looks like it's right up my alley. Like, it just has that, even though I'm not into wrestling yeah. at all, but it just had certain crowd-pleasing beats to it. And yeah. there seemed to be a, a, a bit of comedy there. And I was like, yeah, this looks like a movie that I that I would go to. It's heartfelt so, when it needs to be. It's yeah. funny when it needs to be. You know, it's it's a really nice, it's a nice, it's a nice mix. They've, cool. they've really, they've really made the right call with this. And I think Stephen's, Stephen's directing is, is quite simple, but very, very effective. Yeah. Well, I, I look forward to seeing it. I Absolutely. So a couple of movies out, if you want to see them, see them. I mean, these are just our opinions. You know, you, it's totally up to you what you go and see. Just because someone said a movie's great, doesn't mean you're going to love it. Just because someone says a movie's shit, doesn't mean you're going to hate it. So make your own decisions. <laughs> uh, guys, who are you? Where can people find you? At DMovies1701, that's on the Twitters. You can find me here at the awesome best show about the biz, Meet the Movie Press, and also on Anatomy of a Movie, where we really drill down. It, it is not your average review show. And today we will be talking about Elita Battle Angel. Uh, Scott Menzel, you can find me at Twitter and inter- inst- Instagram. Wow, I cannot talk today. Instagram. Uh, the other Scott M. No, it's not Alex. Um, and you can find me at WeLiveEntertainment.com. Um, I normally do LAOFCS weekly. Uh, I have to go to the Captain Marvel press conference you today, do. so I'm not going to be able to do that show. So it'll be back next week. Uh, and my name is Simon Thompson. At Showbiz Simon on Instagram and Twitter is where you can find me. Also, this is Simon Thompson on Facebook. Feel free to come by and like my page. Also, lots of work you can see of mine from Forbes to Reuters and beyond. Thank you so much for watching the show. Enjoy the Oscars this weekend if you're watching. If you don't, if you're not watching, that's that's totally fine. That's totally fine. And we will see you back here next week to dissect the results because we care. We, we care. Yeah, we, we care. care. We care. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Yeah. And as the Karate Kid does, wax off. <laughs> From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.